You're listening to the premier automotive and lifestyle podcast with Mark Anthony Murray and Sean Rosa. This is Through the Apex. Welcome, 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 welcome. Hello, hello, and welcome. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Happy Tuesday. Uh, they're really, you gotta got stop doing that. <laughs> but see, that's how you know it's real. We're not like, we haven't completely fabricated and lied like we did for the first 20 episodes. <laughs> We're live to tape, but it is, in fact, a wonderfully beautiful Tuesday, hopefully for you all, when you're listening to this. <laughs> As of right now, it is a crappy, rainy Saturday. It's very, very overcast. <laughs> we just, it's, it's definitely lo- looking like June outside. Not. It, yeah, I don't know. I can't deal with this weather anymore, man. Like, like when I left the house today, it kind of felt like when you take your hose and you put it on mist. <laughs> There's actually no reason for that, by the way. It's I, like that is the worst kind of rain, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like I open the door and it's just like raining horror vertically, <laughs> horrorically. You know what I mean? Like it's like I open the door and I'm just like I can't, I can't do anything with this. Yeah, it's truly awful. I, I think that's probably makes for some of the most annoying driving conditions because like Ugh. it's just a little light mist on the on the windshield but like i don't know i almost ra- just rain at that point yeah just, just fully rain, rain please your car will be dirtier with the light <laughs> mist seriously seriously you are tuned in to through the apex uh, of course i am sean rosa and i'm mark anthony and uh if you are tuning in for the very first time shame on you because we've been on the air for, <laughs> for half years a year now oh crap for years. It feels like years. It feels, it feels like, like we've years. been doing this for a minute Dog now. years. Yes. We're not dogs, though. <laughs> and if, if if it wasn't dog years, we've hit 21 today, so we'd be... like Our, our show can drink 21, now. 21, 21, 21. <laughs> we've made it. we made it. Our show can drink now. Um, I got one, two, three, four, five. What is that? Hands in my bank account. Oh, my gosh. Listen... I can't, I can't. I bet you. I bet you that's gonna sound just like him though. When you when you edit though, <laughs> it's gonna sound. My impersonation game is on a hundred. It is pretty good. If I had the rights, I would definitely put the, the beat underneath so we can just make it happen. Uh, we got a big show for you today. Uh, the, on the podium, we have some news with Harley Davidson, Porsche, and Rimac, and of course, we're gonna talk about the Toyota Century. We love uh, Toyota. Yes, we do. Actually, really do have a love-hate relationship with toyota um (laughs) that's a long story uh we got time attack back in the news today we're going to talk about some new and insightful wink wink vehicles that are on the horizon and mark (laughs) anthony's going to go ahead and do a beautiful and hopefully nice and polite (laughs) review of the bmw x1 (laughs) setting me up to fail (laughs) three minutes into the episode (laughs) it's a wrap setting me up to lie um but super action-packed show this week. Uh, before we get started, how are you? What's going on in your life? Uh, off the track, so to speak. Off the track. Uh, pit lane right now. Getting my tires and oil changed at about, I don't know, 10 seconds for the whole thing. <laughs> it's amazing to watch those guys. Yeah. It's, like, it's impressive. Like, like in the McLaren. Remember the McLaren F1 documentary? Yeah. And they, they had like the testing and the pit crews, and it's just like practice and stuff. You just blink and they're done. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, today was, today's been, uh, well, I got my hair cut earlier and there was actually a shortage of elderly folks. Nice. Today. That, did they all, never mind. Uh, were you going to say, did they all die? Yeah. I was going to go there. 
uh, we did have a bit of a funeral home discussion in there. We talked about some people that work there and drive there. Drive, that not is, ride in the back. That is depressing in this type of weather. I know. You cannot put that on people. <laughs> you know, I think actually across the street is like an old uh, retirement home or something. Oh, really? It looks like it. Yeah. It looks like it. Um, the charter you can, house. You can smell it, actually. You can. The, it's in the air. Just... <laughs> <laughs> but no, th- this week was really good. Um, I'm slammed with homework this weekend, though. I got two proposals that I have to write, uh, and I'll be working on that as soon as I leave the gym. And I just don't have any other interesting stuff to talk about because I've just been thinking about those assignments. <laughs> oh, so I got to get them knocked out. It's but looming. It's looming. Perfect, perfect for the uh, overcast and very slouchy day that we had. That is true. Today. That is true. At least it's not like a super beautiful day it makes you want to go out and stuff and oh then it would have been 100 degrees and i would have been inside anyway so. <laughs> it's so yeah that's the word i mean look, look that's the one thing about the summer um like I, I i legit go from wanting spring to just wanting to jump to fall like i yeah. love the fall you just stay there all day yeah me yeah. too i wish there was a place on earth where it was fall all the time not just in terms of the wonderful weather but just the scenery as well england yeah, but it's like rainy too much. Like you can't take the rain, and it gets warm up there too. Like they're it not does. immune. Yeah, I think they get some snow. Yeah, for the most part. Oh man, they get they get a good amount of snow, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, following any of the World Cup at all? Uh, I saw on every TV in every room in the office. Yeah. Uh, Everyone's watching some, it, huh? I think it was was it Nigeria that played? No uh, idea. I haven't been following it. Oh, okay. Not as much as I'd like to. I really wish I was able to. I just. Um, it's actually on this TV. It's, I have it on right now because it's like the, the uh, oh, Mexico scored again. Yeah, they did. Goal! Ole ole! <laughs> that was good. You could have gone on for a long time. They probably have like a, a DJ extender for that, like they just say it once and then they just kind of auto tune it and they just keep it going for like two <laughs> minutes and then just pan around. The chop stadium. it up, yeah. Chop it up, chop it up. What about you? What's going on? Uh, you know, honestly, I just wanted to come on the show today and start complaining about all the things in my life, but uh, <laughs> I decided not to. Like my Fitbit's dead, and I just irritates the crap out of me. Uh, I got this wonderful hydro flask that is sixty four ounces and enormous. Um, yeah, it, this can kill someone. It makes a nice sound. It does. Can, can you guys hear can that? You guys hear that? Oh, you do it. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna start playing. Wait, do, wait, do it again. Do it again. One, two, three. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna start playing. Is it like black people make a beat out of everything? <laughs> it's crazy. I'm gonna start playing the jug as an instrument. Um, yeah, but you know, uh, it is what it is, man. It is what it is. I'm chilling. I got a good life. I can't complain. <sighs> That's so good. I won't man. I'm just mad my Fitbit's dead. It's okay. Because like, sometimes you want to like flip it up to look at the time, and the jump don't be like 12:35. Yeah, mine says dead. <laughs> Batteries. <laughs> mine says Sean's reflection. <laughs> yeah, man, it's awful. It's awful. But uh, let's jump right in. We have a lot to cover, so let's get to it. Uh, knob of the week uh, segment I de- debuted a couple weeks back. Uh, basically, just highlighting an idiot in the news, mm-hmm. uh, and this doesn't get any s- more stupid than this, but. Uh, a woman trashes a rented Ferrari 458 minutes after leaving the dealership. Uh, footage, if you look it up on the CCTV, uh, actually shows her losing control in the rain. Uh, what's great about this is uh, apparently this takes place uh, right after she looks into the camera in the car and says, this is my first time driving a Ferrari. This feels amazing. Uh, if you look up the picture, the Ferrari is dominated. It's a beautiful you know, Ferrari red, which is iconic. And 
she did a number on this thing, man. So my knob of the week goes to this fool. You know what's interesting? To is put that it nicely. <laughs> the only thing that I thought about when reading that was like, at least it's not a 488. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, well, I think the problem is that like apparent. I can't remember the exact number, but it costs like 500 yen to import into Japan. So, um, wow, right? So like. It's not. It's not. It's not a cheap. It's not cheap. <laughs> I'm looking at the footage now because Sean put it up there, but I didn't get the chance to see. Of course. Oh man, it's actually pretty bad, guys. Because <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> looking at the footage now, live reaction. Uh, actually, here, guys. <laughs> so <laughs> this is where she like crashes over the barrier, right? So when she like crashes over. Is that it? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, but look at the cars in front. Like it just causes. <laughs> it causes. It so causes much like mayhem. another accident because. <laughs> Because when she crashes it, there's like nobody really there, like in her like in her lane. She just clearly tries she to just, floor it. She just tries to floor it in the rain, and it, it basically, she can't counter the oversteer, and it starts to smoke immediately from the hood. The and front of it actually is completely destroyed. Yeah. It doesn't even look like that high of an impact, but it's a Ferrari hitting an SUV. It's funny because the SUV is like, <laughs> she hit a BMW. Did she? And the BMW is just barely, it's just like, oh, I'm just, look at the BMW, still going. He's like, all right. I'm just he gonna, just literally turned away. He's like, all right, I'm going to just I'm continue just gonna my commute. Driving. I, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to fix this later. Yeah, knob of the week, man. Knob of the week, man. So if you have any stories, if you have any idiots you want to nominate for knob of the week, hit us up at through the underscore apex or askapexpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and uh, talk about uh, some other idiots and fools. Not that you know personally, please. We're not trying to get, you know. Unless you don't want to name names. Oh, yeah, you okay. can do that, too. Like, blur, blur everybody. Um, blur them out. And uh, let's get to the news. We got a lot of great stories on the podium this week. Um, straight up, number three, coming in third place, Harley-Davidson returns to its roots. Now, we don't usually get into a lot of talk about uh, motorcycles and anything with more the less than four wheels. but right. Or three, because there's some really cool cars with three wheels also. Um, but Harley is actually having some issues reaching the youth market, uh, as Jalopnik puts it. And as a result, what they've done is they're going back to its roots. Uh, it's 1917 roots, uh, to be exact. And yes, I'm talking about 1917, the year, um, <laughs> because they're going to be making anybody listening from 1917. <laughs> I know. Right? Um, wow. Mm, nah. <laughs> More like the age group. 101 years old. Um, yeah, they're going back to making bicycles, which I think is really interesting. Um, they just have not been selling enough bike uh, motorcycles when I say bikes this time. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been on decline for the last few years, and uh, they're going to be making 10 bicycles that will be uh, priced at $4,200 a piece. Uh, they look really good. What do you think about these things? I just think that I'd like to know who's going to spend forty two hundred dollars on something that i would can only be written <laughs> like you know what's funny this is forty two hundred dollars like you better not be leaving this anywhere yeah, bro like it's excuse me we don't allow bikes in here oh yes you will <laughs> yeah you will <laughs> going to drive riding through whole foods <laughs> sir you can't ride that in here excuse me it's funny because it like, cost forty two hundred dollars we we talked about honda releasing the monkey and uh, i think the super cub uh, a couple weeks ago which were their like mini bikes mm-hmm. um or just 
not mini bikes in terms yeah. of size, but you know, just smaller, were, lower small. end bikes, uh-huh. um, smaller motors. Yeah, exactly. And those actually were in the same range as far as price as this. Hmm. So, and those are powered. These bikes are bicycles. This is like a lifestyle expression, though. This is something that is kind of like it's like if you made ten thousand of them instead of ten, they would have sold for like oh, three hundred bucks, four hundred bucks. Yeah, like that. you know what I mean. Plus, like you said, they're handcrafted. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's very it's it has an appeal relative to like the people that buy them are going to appreciate them because they will. You know what I mean. And that's not something. This is not something that you're just going to see. On yeah, the road, for sure. You know, because it will be hanging from somebody's wall in their New York apartment. <laughs> in Soho somewhere. <laughs> yeah, they look beautiful. I think they're, they look uh, really nice. Uh, it's kind of, it kind of sucks that they're kind of going through this. Um, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, Harley is just, it's, it's an icon- iconic American. They're, you know, a, they're a cornerstone of, of American hot rod, you know, bikes and oh, absolutely. stuff like that. Yeah. It's funny. I was actually, we, Eileen and I, we've been watching a lot of Sons of Anarchy again, uh, kind of getting back into oh, it. Oh, nice. I, I don't know Such if you've seen it. Such a great series. Yeah, yeah okay. I watched so you've seen thing. it. Yeah, Jax and all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched the first four seasons, I think, uh, years ago, and then I stopped, and now we're we're just watching it again. Her, it's her first time. But, um, yeah, you got to get to the end, bro. I'm excited, because yeah. I've heard some things. Yeah. Um, but, I, you know, I went on Harley's website to see what the prices of their bikes are, and they do have some affordable, affordable offerings starting in the, I, I can't remember, Man, I might be mistaken, but I think in the four or five thousand dollar range, because um, uh, kind of like the Buell bikes that they had purchased uh, right. years ago. Mm-hmm. But their their top bike is uh, at forty two hundred dollars. I mean forty two thousand um, dollars, which that's a lot for a bike. Is it? What is it? Um, it was, I know you probably don't. It was above the Road King. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't remember exactly, Dang, but uh, if you guys get an opportunity, if you if you're not into bikes or you don't follow it as closely as you know. Uh, a lot of folks do. I would, I would definitely venture out and take a look, because um, it's kind of interesting to to put into perspective uh, a forty two thousand dollar bike um, and a forty two thousand dollar car, right? Like a Kia Stinger, you can get a pretty well spec Kia Stinger for forty two thousand. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, you can get a, you can get a great bike if you're into that for forty two thousand, or you can get one chair out of a Ferrari California. <laughs> Not nah, pay less for that like 42 dollars <laughs> exactly i'd rather have the harley bike than the chair for I'd rather have the harley bike <laughs> like 10 of them you seriously but um no just interesting food for thought uh yeah. if you have an opportunity have a moment check it out see what's up check out the harley bike let us know what you think um shout out to jalopnik for this wonderful article fools definitely and um I'm did good. you hear the news a- apparently the news is <laughs> this is gonna change the outlook of my uh my automobile purchases in the future. It sure uh, is. Porsche and Rimac assembling to unite under the 10% ownership <laughs> banner of, <laughs> of Porsche. Uh, making a uh, basically 10% of Rimac is now owned by Porsche. I, I have a question about this, though. Sure. So why do you think they did that? Um, you know, it's funny because I think I was going to ask you the same question. Uh, oh, but I will, I'll answer your question the best way I can. Then I definitely want to hear your take on it. Uh, I think it's, you can't ignore what Rimac has done in what appears to be a small amount of time. Obviously, it's probably a they've, lot more development. They've leveled the competition as Absolutely. far as powerful EVs. And, um, and one thing you'll, you'll see in the article 
uh, from The Verge was that Rymac not only again not not only does Rymac have two hypercar EV hypercar vehicles in its arsenal, but they have uh, supplied batteries for the Aston Martin Valkyrie, which is a complete beast, mm-hmm. uh, the Jaguar E Type Zero, mm. and they've also worked with the Koenigsegg. So. Uh, I think that's the answer that you're looking for right there. Yeah, I was actually going to say that I now that I'm looking at this and digesting it a bit more, I think that they've done this because Porsche has kind of uh, claimed a huge stake uh, with regard to the mantle of of EVs now. Mm-hmm. I think they want to be the first organization to kind of fully commercialize and balance out uh, petrol versus alternative means of energy. Uh, they've done it with the Mission E, you know what I mean? They pushed that for a while. They made a huge deal about the 918 being a hybrid. Uh, just about all of their commercialized cars have a hybrid version, Panamera, Cayenne. Uh, when I say commercialized, I just mean most expensive. <laughs> um, <laughs> anybody want a hybrid Macan? No, that's for entry-level rich people. Nobody's going to buy that. Um, but, <clears throat> excuse me, I think that that is probably indicative of where they would like to go and maybe to... I don't know if how proprietary Rimac is with regard, like for example, like how Tesla is with the engineering and development uh, of you know battery uh, logistics and stuff like that. But I kind of feel like Porsche knows that they might have a bit to learn about extracting uh, capabilities from these types of platforms. Right. Uh, I think I think that'll be really good because Porsche is as as much a you know they're as much a learner as they are a teacher, uh, and I think that'll be really good. I'm interested to see what you know what comes from this it's very recent so i'm sure they've got some behind closed doors meetings that are taking place i think you hit the um the nail right on the head um this could only be good for all of us really Mm -hmm. um it's hard to ignore what ramac has been able to do again with it with in what appears to be a short amount of time again this obviously the c1 and c2 have been in development for for a long time that takes time to get that those things right but um, especially such a small company yeah yeah mm-hmm. absolutely and i mean what, what was it like the c2 sold out and i can't remember what we reported on but in a matter of minutes yeah because they only made 10 and richard crashed one so <laughs> exactly <laughs> just kidding <laughs> so always gonna bring that up man never gonna let, never gonna let him live that down He's gonna- <laughs> um but yeah i think it's gonna be great um yeah, I, 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 I'm. You know, it would be really this. cool. I just thought about the uh, the rendering, the 911 rendering that you talked that we talked about last week with the circular cutouts for yeah. the headlights and stuff. Like, imagine that as a full EV 911, oh, like with a on a Rimac platform. That'd be crazy. You know what I mean? That'd be really something else. That would be crazy. I that's probably the first EV that I'd genuinely be interested in seeing, like a like a rear wheel drive EV. Of course, it probably wouldn't be rear wheel drive, but I think something like that is going to happen eventually. Like, well, you know, it's funny because I remember we had the conversation about just like the noise the EVs make. And I think we had mentioned that like uh, the Department of Transportation is looking mm-hmm. for a way to uh, make to kind of have some type of signifier that there's an EV in the area because mm-hmm. they're quiet. And you you said that you like the noise that they make. And I wasn't a fan. I recently watched some Formula E. And it's um, dope. It's really dope. It's, it's very futuristic. They have to make it the road cars sound like that though, because yeah. they don't the 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 formula the the EV cars uh, in in that formula division. They have a specific type of whine because yeah. the batteries are so powerful and right. the chassis is very light. Uh, so they would just need to kind of, I guess, tune that. I guess tune the output to kind of mirror that. Absolutely, because it's almost like uh, I think it's. 
I think it's uh, it's not. What's the third? Whatever the third transform. Which transform? Excuse me. Transformers film had the uh, Zonda in it. The purple, the pink one. Have you seen any of those before? Uh, it wasn't. Uh, was it two? No, it was the it was the third one. Third one. Uh, the first one with Mark Wahlberg in it. I don't remember which one. That's the third one, I think. Yeah, this is the third one. Not Revenge of the Fall. Uh, that was the second one. Whatever it was. Yeah. Dark Side. Whatever. One of them. <laughs> I think it was Dark Side of the Moon, but damn, because there's five of them. Anyway. Like and the new they, Bumble movie, movie looks great. I don't know if you oh, saw yeah. the trailer for that. I did see the trailer for that. That yeah. does look really good. This is car related, guys. <laughs> uh, but the Zonda in that film, Stanley Tucci, he plays that uh, rich uh, inventor, uh, and he's got you know he's got the uh, the plant in China and stuff. But the Zonda that they have in that film, they don't actually play the engine sound that the Zonda makes from the AMG V12 mm-hmm. because it's apparently like created in a, in a laboratory. Yeah, uh, it's got like a almost like a. It's almost scary sounding. It's like the spooling up of a very large reactor or oh, wow. something yeah, like yeah. that. You know what I mean? But you can tell that it's electric. Mm-hmm. And it's. I think something like that would be really nice. And I rewind the part of that movie every time they see it like <laughs> cruising on the highway. It's so crazy. But that would really work. If they put that in a 911, I would do that. Yeah. I mean, it's it's right now it's the best time to stay tuned to see what this partnership and mm-hmm. really ownership means for both Porsche and Rimac. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, one thing I really wanted to point out, and this is our number one story of the week. This is in pole position. The Toyota Century. Now, I don't know if you know what the Toyota Century is. And honestly, for a lot of you, you may, you may not. And if you don't, it's no fault of yours. And at this point, we can truly point the figure once again at America yeah. for not it's, allowing us to have these wonderful things. It's almost like, remember the Soarer? Yeah, stuff yeah, like that. You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. There's a lot of great things we don't get. Um, and I think we talked about it. We talk about it often, both off and on air. But a lot of the time, to- a lot of the thing reasons why I think we don't get some of these things is I just don't think we'd appreciate it. This market just won't appreciate, uh, some of these things. And, uh, the Toyota Century falls in line with that. Now, the Toyota Century, to put it simply, is Japan's Rolls Royce. This thing cost It's no slouch. It's the cost of two Lexus uh, LSs. Mm. Um, So you can either have one Toyota Century or two Lexuses. Uh, (laughs) You'd already know where I'd fall on that line. Right, (laughs) right. And this thing is well-equipped. It has a 4.9 liter V8, previously a V12. And the current Century is packing 425 horsepower. I think before it was 375-ish or so Mm -hmm. uh, from the V12. Uh, but what makes this 425 horsepower so awesome is is that it's also getting some of that power, 220 horsepower to be exact, from an electric motor. Mm. Um, if you haven't had an opportunity to look at this thing, go ahead and do your research. Go look at what this is. It really is a beautiful vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only because of its posh, plush, and swanky interior or the heaps of power that it packs under the hood, but what I love about it is its heritage and craftsmanship. And what I mean by that is the fact that it really is in the class of a G-Wagon of yeah. sorts, right? Yeah. And the reason why I say that is because the last generation, there's only been two generations, mind you, two. And the last generation lasted for 21 years. Mm. That is truly, truly impressive. Mm. Uh, and even though the newest one has been redesigned, it doesn't... It doesn't sway far from its its roots. And to me, that is such a beautiful story in history that 
is unrivaled and it's something you don't really see a lot. And that's why I put it in the number one slot, just because, you know, we talk about a lot of things that Toyota's doing. I mean, the, the redesign with the Camry and the Avalon, hell, even the Priuses look really good nowadays. Um, and the RAV4, and I mean, I'm a big fan of the, uh, the TRD Pro packaged, uh, Forerunner and so on and Tacomas and whatnot. But this is a reminder that Toyota is doing something and still, they're still doing something that means something and that is special, that is deeper than just selling, um, cars to the general public. Mm-hmm. And I think that is so important to think about, especially in the climate that we're in right now, where EVs are the movement and, you know, they're still pushing things with like the, the FRS. Um, I guess it's just the GT now. The yeah. uh, 86. Is it just the 86 GT finally? Yeah, I think that's it. Now. Okay. Thankfully. Um, <laughs> I like that much better. Um, they're still moving on with that. They had the new Supra coming out. Uh, you know, they just took pole in Le Mans, which is huge. And they've been talking about them getting into the hypercar uh, game as well with the new mm. Gazoo. And uh, I think a lot of that is due to its past heritage. And this is something that speaks to that. Um, rumors are that there might be coming out with another MR2 and Celica also, um, mm. which is the perfect time for this. Yeah. So this week, I wanted to dedicate the pole position to Toyota and the uh, specifically the Toyota Century. But even more specifically to just the stuff that they're like just they're killing it right now yeah bottom line they really are you know they uh i think that this even that name you know what i mean that's been the name for a while and it's like if if you guys have not not i know a lot of you guys probably aren't familiar with this but even if you look at the one that was built I don't know, from like the late 80s to the midnight, mid to late 90s mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just look at the way that that interior is done. Oh, it's great. Like the back seats are literally probably fall within the same category as some like bachelor pads oh, yeah. or something like that. You know what I mean? Complete with TV, ample leg room, shelves, stuff like that. And the execution is not brash and it doesn't look like it's trying to be like an overly rich car it's just a nice place to be yeah uh i really hope that they kind of stick to that and i think that that's really cheap i think 178 grand is cheap because what you're getting is basically a long wheelbase s-class absolutely uh with same level of luxury i'll go ahead and say it's the same level of luxury because toyota can honestly afford to put that in a vehicle and and, Um, and speak on that let's not forget this is a company that has a Land Cruiser that's eighty four thousand dollars starting. Right. Yeah. So that we never see that you very and if you do see one, you don't see a brand new one. No, it's you always old. see a couple two of her <laughs> previous generations. Like you know what? That's a, that's a truck that I'm like, why don't they, they just stop making it? But it's like oh, they're man. not they're not going to stop making it because somebody it's like oh we'll make ten a year and we'll sell two we'll just make them anyway yeah somebody, when one when somebody wants to buy it it'll be here here's you know? here's why I don't want them to stop making the Land Cruiser because um, if we're being completely honest uh, I don't know of any other SUVs that are in that price range and in that realm but I if I'm tasked with hey you can have an Escalade with everything a Navigator with everything. A Land Cruiser or... I mean, that's pretty much what's probably going to really fit into that segment. Mm. I'm going to go Land Cruiser, and here's why. Uh, it has... Again, it again it goes back to the heritage. 
Um, now, if you know about the Land Cruiser's roots, it really did start off as a true off-roader. Like, this thing was an animal. Like, it really did mm-hmm. compete in a lot of those, like, off-road competitions and stuff like that. And it's grown over the years, and it's become what it is. And mm-hmm. um, I, to me, you're not just buying a luxury vehicle. You're you're buying history and heritage. And if you know and you appreciate that stuff, it's going to mean more for you every time you step into that vehicle. Plus, um, you are absolutely impervious in that thing. Yeah. Like you'll get hit with a a nuclear bomb will go off in the lane next to you, and you'll you'll probably think you maybe hit a pothole or something like that. It's a a damn roach. (laughs) It's a roach wagon. I mean, you're safe in that thing. It's a beastly thing. It's a beastly thing. Lord. Um. So if you haven't had an opportunity, take a look at this thing. The Toyota Century uh, interior is beautiful, man. I mean, they have this wonderfully handcrafted Phoenix that. an artist takes six weeks to create and like etch like that stuff to me is just so artistic. It's like when Mercedes AMG engines are built and they have their engineers sign each yeah. freaking ed- engine. Like I hate to like um, call me an ass, call me posh and pretentious, but I have no problem sh- shelling out the money for that kind of ingenuity and for that kind of artistry. And mm-hmm. that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well said. I agree. I'm done. That's it. <laughs> See you next week. I'm kidding. <laughs> on I'm the positive note, <laughs> the positive note that we can finally actually end on. Yeah. For seriously, that was a that was a nice little uplifting moment. Yeah. So, I like it. Cool. Well, <laughs> let's keep moving. Uh, that was the podium. That was our top three stories. Thank you to uh, Jalopnik. Uh, the Verge and The Verge they both they supplied those stories you can check out more at either of those websites for any of the news that we covered Uh, let's get into Time Attack I'm going to hit you first for this Uh, of course if you don't know what Time Attack is it's our segment where we each get 30 seconds to dish on um, a particular segment Um, number one here is I don't know if you heard about Byton. They're teasing a fully autonomous vehicle by 2021. They're basically rivaling uh, Tesla. Um, I'm going to wait till this thing gets to 30 flat, and then I'm going to have you go. Let's hear your thoughts. Yes. Three, two, go. All right. So Byton, Byton, Sure. <laughs> uh, whichever one. So this company, for you guys that don't know, you probably don't, it's actually not a random startup. It's made up of quite a few executives from pretty established, uh, past executives from pa- from established uh, automotive manufacturers, uh, including BMW. Uh, so they're basically trying to enter into this realm. The most interesting thing about this car, in my opinion, is the interior because it basically looks like it came out of Tron. Um, you guys should Google it. It's got a screen that goes all the Time. way across. Oh, damn. Finish. Go ahead. Oh, no, I'm done. Okay. I actually didn't know anything about it before. So I was like trying to read the article. I was like, uh. reading an article very quickly. I, I, I thought something was up. I'm like, he's really brushed up on his Byton information. My goodness, I'm impressed. <laughs> Wonderfully done. Wonderfully All right, done. Since, since I can't count, I'm going to wait for the. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's the thing. I don't know about much about Byton, and I'm not gonna <laughs> read an article to you guys uh, to make it seem as if I do. Um, but for, but just from the headline alone, they're teasing a fully autonomous vehicle by 2021. 
look, I'm all about technology. I'm all about headed in this direction. But let's let's get the EV thing right first. Let's move in that direction first before we try to jump ahead in a generation and in a technological gap. Tesla's having issues with it. They just killed somebody. So let's slow down. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> kind of, kind of get a little was, off the hinges there. I was legit like, I was like, yo, uh, uh, executive leadership. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is he talking about? <laughs> this is off the rails. All right, man. All 2019 right. Mazda Miata, 26 more horsepower with uh, a total of 181. Thoughts in three, two, one, and hit it. All right, so I can speak more to this one. <laughs> so this is kind of debatable. Uh, a lot of people are kind of like, okay, we don't need to give any more power to this car because it's basically it thrives on a platform that allows it to deal with what it has in a good way, light chassis, small wheelbase, rear-wheel drive, six-speed manual. Uh, I think it'll be good. I think they should still release it with the cheaper, uh, not cheaper, obviously it'll be cheaper, but less powerful version because you don't need a whole lot of power because it's a freaking Miata. Right. That's it. He's yeah. good. Um, I'm going to go ahead and chime in and say this is cool, but at the same time, I'm a little bit more curious to see how the power and power to weight ratio kind of work out. Just because I think uh, what's been so great about the Miata is that it, for the, a fool, it seems underpowered. But in reality, because of how light the car is, it's perfectly distributed. So I'm interested to see how this works out. Um, more power doesn't always mean better. Right. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 2019 Chevy Blazer. Yo, this drone is fire, bruh. That's it. Yes. Uh, for real, that's it. Uh, the front of it really reminds me of a Chevrolet Camaro Z01 1LE. The yeah. grill is really nasty in a good way. Uh, I really like the shape of it. I really like this. <laughs> yeah. I saw it for the first time earlier this week, and I just... I really like it a lot, man. It kind of reminds me of like a, the Trailhawk Jeep a little bit in the sense with the outline layout of it, but I like it in red. I have to completely agree with you, and if you wanted to just leave it at that, that you completely like it, and it's amazing, I you could have definitely had just said that for 30 so seconds. Uh, when this came across my dashboard uh, this week, fell in love instantly, and I have been driving an SUV this week, um, and I got to be honest, we'll talk about that a little bit later. This makes me want to have this son of a bee as soon as this thing drops. It is that beautiful. Seriously. Well done, Chevy. You're killing it right now, and I'm happy about it. Uh, 2019 Honda Insight, base price $23,725. How are you feeling about this thing? I like it a lot. Uh, I think Honda has a long way to go. I shouldn't say it that way. But they've fallen behind, and I think they know this. I uh, feel like they're trying to reincorpor- reincorporate themselves into the market as far as that's concerned. But it's really, really good looking. I really like the Insight. Uh, much better than it looked before. God, it looked horrible before. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, I'd have to see more about it and read a bit more on the specs. But on the surface, it looks like a pretty good contender. So I have to completely agree with you. Great car. Um, this, to me, the Insight is what the new Accord should have looked like. Yeah. Um, because it does carry over some styling cues from the previous generation Accord. It's really a beautiful vehicle, and I'm just happy that we're getting to a point where hybrids and EVs are something that look presentable, something you can take out (laughs) of the garage and not be ashamed to have. Um, And at a base price of $23,725, it's also nice to know that we don't have to shell out 
anywhere close to 35 to 40 grand mm. for, just to save some damn gas. Um, well done, Honda. I, I really want you to kind of get back to that greatness that we all know you're capable of. And honestly, in my opinion, I don't think you're far off. I think um, SUVs and, and just Toyota in general uh, just have your number as of late. Um, you might not be number one, but you're a, you're a really close number two. Or if you're not, you're one B. You know, in my in, in my in my uh, in my mind, and um, you can get back there. Um, sure, but unless Toyota brings a century over, and then it's game over for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was time attack. That was very good. Very good, very good. <laughs> so my, uh, outside of my Byton goof, <laughs> that was great. This was uh, the history of the smallest. <laughs> 25 oh. seconds in, I'm like, where the hell is he going with this crap? I'm he only no has idea. five seconds left. <laughs> Yo, I legit didn't know what time it was either. Like, when you said time, I was like, F you, man. Like, I'm not done yet. <laughs> um, brilliant. You're the only one to go over time or, like, re-up on it right like on it right there. Uh, that was Time Attack. If you have any thoughts and any feelings about any of the vehicles we talked about great. and the stories we talked about. Please chime in at through the underscore apex or ask apexpod at gmail.com. Um, I really want to hear from you guys about the 2019 Chevy Blazer. This is truly a return to grace for Chevy. Yeah, the Blazer is an iconic nameplate. Imagine what they're going to do with a, a, an SS, yeah. a possible Z model. The SS, bro. I oh actually uh, built a Colorado with the Z package. Uh, That's online. a great looking truck. It is a good looking Colorado truck. Colorado looks really good. And, uh, you know, again, it makes me wonder, what is Chevy going to offer with either the, the with this Blazer, but also the next generation Colorado? Mm-hmm. Because if you've seen, the new Silverado has this new same look. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, man. They look really good. They really look really good. They're really coming on to uh, Ford's heels now. I think as far so. as the styling goes. Yeah. Uh, they also have more pickup offerings than Ford does. But for now, I yeah. Mean, you know, well, the Rangers, the Rangers coming, coming out, out, the Broncos coming out. Um, Ford has an interesting offer. So one thing that we'll get into, we're going to get into uh, Mark Anthony's review of his BMW X1 that he got to drive for, uh, I guess, a couple days or a day, a day, which yeah. is that's a that's a good that's amount of time. <laughs> uh, but before we get into that, um, I have been driving a Ford EcoSport uh, the last few days. I'm actually taking it to Pennsylvania mm. uh, this weekend, and uh, or. By the time you, you're, you're hearing this, I've already had, would have taken it to Pennsylvania. And we'll do a full review on the vehicle because I think I have some interesting feelings that may or may not surprise you uh, on the car. Um, you know, but one thing I can say is that the SUV market is obviously alive and thriving. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the question is, should it be thriving as much as it should be? And I guess we can start your... Um, your review with that statement. Yeah, yeah. How do you feel? Well, I guess to give some background info, uh, my dad's uh, three series GT was getting some service done, and he had the X the uh, X one. Saw it in the driveway. I was like, "Hey, you know, you're in for the day. Can I drive this around?" He's like, "Yeah, go ahead." Tank was full. It was black. Uh, didn't look to have an M Sport package on it, but maybe it did. These days, it looks like everything has an M Sport package <laughs> on it because they just want everything to look the same now. Right. Uh, but 
I saw it. It had comfort access. I was able to open it up pretty easily. Uh, when I started it, I foolishly, as usual, look for the clutch pedal all the time. <laughs> Just kind of doing. They don't hand those out as launders anymore. Right. I was freaking doing a Freemason dance with my leg, trying to find the clutch in the car as I <laughs> shimmy about like an idiot uh, in there. But I started it up. First thing I noticed is they're really pushing to try to get like good quality into these low-end models Mm -hmm. like i obviously my interior is probably is not probably it is top of the line for my class and i i i drive a mini regularly so i know what a standard interior looks like and even the mini interior has quirk and it has it's a nice place to be i gotta i gotta say uh that's a just to kind of yeah give the listeners a little bit more background and and where you're going with this let's see where you're going um the mini is standard, but it's it's very well. It's very nice. It's very comfortable. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's not, um, especially nowadays. Yeah, the newer models. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know they're very and and it's ergonomically fine. The the thing with certain interiors is you have mini where a lot of people don't like stuff. They don't like the toggle fighter pilot looking switches for the fog lights in the in the windows and Love stuff. That stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> but honestly, that's why I feel like I'll always own one. Because, and this is not to take anything away from the god hot hatches of the focuses or the gulfs or, you know, whatever it is, but Mini is legitimately uh, intended for a specific demographic. Like, for somebody to buy one of those, you have to want one. You're not going to get it because it's the best in the class. You're going to get it because that's what fits you oh, as an absolutely. individual. Uh, and that's honestly why I got one. Because, like I said, when I got mine, I had the option between a uh, Mark Six GTI or a Mini Cooper S Clubman. They were both the same year, same amount of miles on them. Uh, the GTI was sold when I went to get that one first, and that's probably God telling me, like, you need to get something that's quirk-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, I also have to say that it essentially shares the same platform, the BMW X1. I believe it's now the Mini Cooper Countryman that it shares the platform with. Uh, but it definitely didn't share the motor. I believe the one that I had was the S-Drive 28i, which is unfortunately, I think it's an NA four cylinder, uh, not even a turbo. And you could tell uh, because if you needed to go anywhere, you wouldn't get there. You know what I mean? Like, God forbid, if you didn't come off an exit ramp at a 45 degree angle going downhill to gain enough inertia and allow gravity <laughs> to pull you and hurl you onto the highway, you weren't just going to merge. You were just going to stay there. Wow. Like, you'll pass the merge lane and stay on the shoulder with your signal on as you drive forward at 40 miles an hour, just waiting for a kind soul to let you in. Uh, and they just assume that you're going to come over because you're a douchebag in a BMW and they don't know that's the cheap one. Anyway, uh, So I was talking about the interior. Ergonomically, it's basically the same layout as my 3 Series, but the screen is a lot smaller. I was kind of surprised about that. Um, It I didn't check to see if it had navigation. Thankfully, the shifter was normal. So a lot of the shifters in the BMWs these days, they've got, they're like my father's, where they're kind of weird. Park and uh, reverse and neutral and stuff are kind of weird to engage. And then they have the park button. Yeah, the park, park brake. Yeah, I the, hate that crap. Yeah, so this dad has a hydraulic handbrake, which is a reg, the regular one. Nice. But he has a park button on the top of his shifter. Yeah. So when you push it up, you have to push it in, and then you pull up the handbrake. In this car, it had an electronic handbrake. And I always think electronic handbrakes are interesting because if you have your foot on the brake, when you you actually pull it up you can feel the brake pedal depress because mm-hmm. essentially that's the electronic brake it essentially just holds the brake pedal down electronically so it doesn't have like a traditional emergency brake 
which was the don't we need on those like that's important yeah i mean we need those and of <laughs> course like what is a uh, jeremy and uh richard and james always say that's a, an essential part of the uh, oh yeah hu- human development <laughs> as a young male uh what is it? the peacock has his feathers the young man has his handbrake yeah you know what i mean have you ever done that Huh? A handbrake turn? Yeah. I actually haven't. Yeah, I, I'm afraid to. I would never. Yeah, <laughs> That's the end of it. <laughs> Sir, what were you doing when you totaled this? Oh, you... Oh, shit. Ah. Handbrake. Um, <laughs> handbrake. We noticed the handbrake was oddly bent to 45 degrees extra. <laughs> in the wrong direction. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I drove it on the road. I really did like the smoothness of the ride, though. It looked like it sat on 17s, probably, most likely 18s because it's a taller car. Very, very tall car, what mm-hmm. I will say. Uh, I brought it into the garage when I finished driving it. Um, and next to the M3, it just looked like a bus. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's a lot. it's shorter than the M3. Uh, but it wasn't hard to park. Uh, it was very, very, it was very useful. I could see that as a daily, but I'd need to have, uh, I, I think I'd need to have X drive, honestly. And I'd need to, I'd need a bit more punch. I'd have to tune the car because brake pedal feel, the combination of the electronics, there's no paddles on it, by the way. So the combination of the fully electronic steering, uh, the brake pedal, there's just a bit of disconnect there. It doesn't really feel as analog. I don't know if that's also electronically monitored or if it's because I just never exceeded 32 miles an hour uh, from from speeds which I had to stop from. But all in all, I think I considered one of these for a daily. I thought about trading my Mini in for one of those. Well, now that you've driven one and you said that in order for you to have it as a daily, you need to do all these extra things to it just to make it more likable for you or more enjoyable – is it really a true contender still in the future for you? Well, I, I decided a while ago that I didn't want it anymore because they're too common. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, that's an entry-level car that just about anybody now. can buy. I think yeah. it starts out at about thirty-two grand, thirty-three grand, And uh, the fully loaded ones, they're pretty nice. I mean, you get some good stuff in them. You get, good, you get ample room. But I will never give up the quirkiness that is a Mini Cooper S, especially if I get a JCW, like in the future, which is what I would get yeah. in Clubman or Countryman form. I'd never trade that for, a, for, for an X1, especially if I can mm-hmm. have it in a six-speed. And I'll, I, compl- I just complained about driving a manual every day. But I'll drive a manual over every day before I get one of those. At $3,200, is this something that's even worth looking at? Or is it something you want to maybe explore other offerings in that same segment? I think it's worth looking at, but not for me. I think that if you are looking for a compact SUV, which is all we seem to be looking for these days, uh, and for some reason you despise the station wagon. Uh, which is interesting because, and I'll get into this next week, they're almost the same thing. It's just bulkier, higher, are. and for some reason not as nimble. I, and I think I said that last week where it's just kind of like people would rather have something with it's like you take a CRV and a Honda Civic. You're going to take something with the same motor that's about 1,200 pounds more, uh, slower as a result, more thirsty as a result, more expensive to keep on the road as a result, more expensive to insure. Uh, you can't drive the damn thing because I've seen you out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Facts. And it, it, it's just one of those things where I'm just I'm not getting that over a GTI. Like I'm not getting that over anything, especially with cargo space is negligible. Like you have to step up to X3 or X5 to really see a huge difference in, okay, like now I can carry the bear that I killed 
in my trunk versus just the cub. I, I don't kill animals. It's just the first example. We do not harm any animals. No, no, podcast. we love animals. <laughs> um, but yeah, all in all, I feel like if, if you're looking for a compact SUV and you don't care about speed and you just want something with a BMW badge on it, because clearly that's what you're looking for, it's a great option for you. You know what I mean? But for me, 33 grand is very, very steep. Uh, for that, I'd much rather have. Is a, that base or all the way built, or not all the way built? It starts out at that. Jeez, that's about it's about thirty two, thirty three. Um, because BMWs in general are just getting more expensive. I think even the three series now they start close to forty. Actually, it's funny you mentioned that because I just read that the average cost of a car now is about thirty six thousand mm-hmm. dollars, which is uh really interesting to me because I mean, I I kind of thought we were getting more affordable in some in some aspects, but. I guess, I mean, when you average, you're taking everything into account, obviously, the average, but um, it looks like what everyone is, the main demo is going for is just like the, that that price point for the most part. So I thought that, I just thought it was interesting to, to see that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. And again, luxury manufacturers. Yeah. I mean, you can always, like there's, there's always going to be uh, your Hondas and your Toyotas. You can get base model things and smaller hatchbacks and stuff for anywhere between 19 and 23, 24. You know what I mean? Still get great amenities and stuff like that uh but for me i mean it was like i said it's it's a good car to it's a great town car that's what it is Hmm. uh if you want if you live in the city you want something to just go around and get your groceries from wegmans (laughs) or wherever you harris theater harris theater yeah but and and, and if you want to do that while trying to uh, look even more special with a BMW badge, then that's right. the one for you. Then it's good looking though. I, it's an attractive. Oh, it's a great looking car. It's very handsome, especially from from the window up here. I parked it right in front of the uh, in front of Sean's uh, for the podcast recording last week, and we could see an aerial view of it. It looks like it has presence. You know, oh, it sure I mean, does. It looks really good in black. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's funny. I got back in the mini, and it literally felt like a rocket ship compared <laughs> to that thing. It was crazy. But wow. yeah. Uh, I'd give it, I guess, out of five, probably give it, probably like maybe two point seven five, probably maybe three. If it, if it had a turbo, maybe like a turbo four. If it was a turbo four version instead, I think it's a thirty-five uh, or something like that. Probably maybe give it a three and a half, just because it's more punch and probably better dynamics. Probably but, a little bit more fun, kind of. Oh yeah, to drive. Yeah, most definitely. This was this was just too sluggish, so. Great review, man. Uh, yeah. uh, very, very comprehensive and very in depth. Thank you. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoy that because that's our first. That's our first test drive review on the show. We'll have another one next week. Again, I've been driving the Ford EcoSport. Dun dun dun. <laughs> and I'm really excited. I was going to do the review this week, uh, but again, because I have the trip coming up. Again, by the time you you hear this, it'll be over. Um, I, I'll have more time with the car, you know. And that's, yeah. You mean when Motor Trend and Car and Driver do these things, they are. Long time. Long time, man. Sometimes They're doing road trips. Yeah. yeah. Long-term reviews, yeah. Um, several months to a year. So uh, I want to get as much time as... Are you cold? No. I'm just making sure like my nipple's not showing. <laughs> Thank you for that. Sorry. Um, I got a stringer on, guys. I'm although, go if you want to see a picture of Mark <laughs> Anthony in his underwear, uh, you can do so at... Uh, what's, it, what, what's your what's your handle again at Mark? Oh, at Mark Anthony uh, underscore Murray on yeah, IG. It'll be go. gone by then, but I'll upload another one. <laughs> the the day that this airs, I'll just I'll probably do the day after since people might not listen the first day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll upload one a day now. Yeah, Damn you it. do. Yeah, you do. And the fact that you feel obligated to is that's funny. That's yo, so funny. it's freaking avocados though, man. The, How do you like the meundies? The, the meund- yo, they wrote back. They DM me back to my message. Yeah. And they wrote like a heart and a thumbs up or something That's like fire. that. That's fire. Yeah. But my it's brother. It's a subscription, right? 
Yeah, so my brother has it. Okay. He's, he's got it. But Are you he, wearing your brother's underwear? Me. No, it's okay, my underwear. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it, I was like, <laughs> trick question. Yeah, oh, this is two days, in, two weeks in a row. Yo, that, that last week's story with the... St- that was too much. I listened to it again <laughs> yesterday. I just died. It's so funny. Guys, you got to listen to the, uh, our Father's Day special episode. We've so got good. some... It's, it's a really good story of Father's Day stories. But uh, yeah, so he got my father and I each a couple pairs. Uh, and he... Of course, he got dad, like, and he's not, like, a loud person, so he picks, like, blues and grays and stuff. Yeah. But, like, I've seen the specialty prints. I've seen bananas, avocados, all types watermelon. Of stuff, bro. You know, I was like, yo, give me the watermelon and avocados, bro. Literally the most comfortable briefs I've ever I need. Worn. I need one with uh, eggplants everywhere. They have eggplants? I don't know, but they're going to have to make some for me, make bro. some for you now. <laughs> hey. Hey. Eggplant emojis. Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, that's a great way to, to cap off the show, man. That's a great way to cap off the show. Great review. Great news, and overall, again, a great show. Number Seriously. twenty-one in the books. Twenty-one, twenty-one. We are headed to. Um, we are basically at almost half a year, man. That's we are. Fire. This is amazing. Yeah, we're, we're cooking. Good. We're cooking, man. We're cooking with the turbo, bro. Um, you can find me at the Sean Rose on Instagram and Facebook. Um, makeshiftfilms.net Have a lot of great content up there. If you're interested in more, if you need any editing color correcting or film production services reach out to me let's yeah. talk we can do this thing together uh most definitely and i can be found we just blasted my handle look at my underwear pictures <laughs> but i'm up at mark anthony underscore murray mark with a c uh, on ig i can be found there i've got i'm pretty uh i'm actually not very responsive it just depends um, Accurate. I'm, I'm an adult. I got a lot of stuff going on, uh, unless it's to post underwear selfies. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it. Make sure any questions that you guys have, uh, uh, ask apexpod at gmail at through the underscore apex on IG. Uh, that page does have all of our updates, and it's got we've got we've got great photography yes. on that page. Yes. Like we have so many different great contributors, and I just wanted to take the time, I guess, in the, uh, near the end of the show to shout out Arlen uh, to especially at AML uh, underscore photos, uh, Imran especially uh, as digital well. Haven, yeah, Digital Haven, uh, oh, Digital Digital Heaven. Heaven is it? Yeah, digital Sorry, heaven. My apologies. I, I, I used to say haven too. I can't can't read the the watermark <laughs> on IG. It's too damn small. Uh, and me, I took a lot of them. Yeah, and George, I think got a couple in there as well. Oh, even George. Shout out Sorry, to George. Shout George Ganim at George underscore Ganim. And, and of course, if any of you have any uh, detailing needs, reach out to Marv uh, Finest Detail. Oh yeah, at Finest Detail underscore. He is super busy. So if you want your car clean before winter, good luck. You can. Yeah, that <laughs> I was gonna hit him up now, but Sean's right. Sean's like, I still ain't got much. I I reached out to him the other day, and it just didn't happen. Bro. Didn't in the happen. group chat, he's just sign, like in the group chat, it literally like just send a blurry picture at nighttime. Looks like he's washing cars in the trap or something. It's so funny. So it's man. crazy, man. Um, yes, yes. Again, great episode. We'll see you guys next week. I'll be reviewing the four. Eco Sport in full. Have a really nice deep uh, review for you next week. Yeah, and uh, if you think. You have a wonderfully beautiful luxury car. You probably don't because it is not a Toyota Century. And on that bombshell, we will see you guys next week. Take care, guys. Thanks for tuning in to Through the Apex. New episodes available every Tuesday. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Through the underscore Apex. Apex.